Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Gob. I'm the definition of half man, half drugs. Ask the club's bad boy. That's what's up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Pete Donaldson's here. Was that Billy? It was Diddy. Diddy. Hey. Hey. Luke Moore's here. All right. Three's company, but four's a ramble. Sure is. The big man has returned. I'm back. Yeah, and better than ever. Keeping on. Well, how about that? Keep, <laughs> keep an eye on you. I enjoyed the show on Thursday, though, so well done. Well done, Sorry. Yeah. sorry. Uh, did you know, Luke, while you've been away, that Newcastle United have got a new manager, an well, actual manager? I was actually in a, in, a, in a part of the world which didn't have a huge amount of either phone reception or Wi-Fi, and I was wondering whether someone had played an elaborate joke on the internet as a whole, <laughs> and I was sort of scrabbling to keep up with the news. But apparently it is true, and I, I can see now, because Pete's sporting a lovely marker-penned goatee beard, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it has to be true. I applied it on Saturday, it's not come off. No. It's not coming off until <laughs> we win our first match. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. As bold as that. Yeah. And at the time of recording, they haven't played Leicester City. No, yeah. No. <laughs> I don't think that's going to change much. Yeah, that's right. Uh, right well, if, uh, if you could initiate Rafa into life in Newcastle, how would you do it, Jim? Uh, well, this is a three-parter. Um, <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I'll settle in then. Strap yeah. yourself I in. I mean, it isn't, Jim, but I'll let you do it. That's <laughs> my answer. Um, so it begins with a pub crawl. It's just absolutely standard, isn't it? This is the yeah. players letting, letting Rafa know what kind of team they are, what yeah. kind of mentality they have. So I think, you know, that, that barely even needs 
mentioning. Uh, then after it's you know got a little bit rowdy and mm-hmm. they, they've kind of you know there's, there's a bit of warmth, um, a nod to Newcastle's history and also a bit of jeopardy. Knock down Ginger at Duncan Ferguson's house. <laughs> no, um, does he still and, live in the area? Hopefully. Uh, he does. Well, you know, these are very rich men. They can travel outside the area <laughs> if need be. Get in the helicopter for, to Everton. Absolutely. Yeah. There's loads of helicopters in Newcastle's history. Keegan <laughs> leaving the pitch that time. Oh, yeah. Michael Owen flying to and from there. So oh. presumably there's a helipad at St James's Park. Mm. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I've, uh, basically, to be fair to Benitez, he can probably wear some sort of padding, some sort of armour. Um, so he basically has to keep playing knock down Ginger on Duncan Ferguson until he catches him right and okay. then obviously he's going to beat him to a pulp and when he when he <laughs> when he recovers when he's out of hospital um whatever n- corresponding number of the amounts of, of successful knockdown gingers he made on on mm. ferguson mm. whatever player whatever squad number that is um he will have a tattoo of that player's face mm. <laughs> wow okay. so just, I mean, if he does it three times he yeah. gets the number three so tattooed on his arm that's the first part number three <laughs> <laughs> number three will probably be his triage number as well when he gets to that yeah yeah, well, okay, very uh, elaborate, Jim. Like it, mm. Luke. Um, I was originally going to go for something about making him visit every establishment on Big Market. Right, okay. But, I mean, Jim's already sort of touched on that, so I won't... As I, won't... I say, it goes without saying, though, Yeah, exactly. It? You, w- obvious, you wouldn't yeah. even get a third of the way through. So I would... I, no, exactly. I think... Well, I don't know, Rafa could... I reckon Rafa can put the wine away. Yeah. In a glass <laughs> of... He's having a nice glass of Rioja in every place. But the wine? Yeah, okay. The wine. They're not serving wine. What, in the Big Market? We'll find that in a couple well, of weeks. We will. Won't yeah. we? Last time I was in the Big Market, um, a, man, a man threw a glass at a woman and it hit me. <laughs> That's what happened. No, no he threw a glass at you me. and it hit you. Yeah. And you tried to suggest. Oh, somebody's not popular, I shouted. Any, any background? Right in the, right, it was right in the square of my back. It actually um, gave me a bit of a bruise. Did it smash on your back? Yeah. Actually, I think it might have been a girl throwing it at the man. Either way, it wasn't um, very savoury. I was going to say, mm. your reaction is, oh, someone's not very popular, rather than, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I've just been glassed in the back. I mean, anyway, my, my answer is that I would like, I think it's only fitting. Mm. That Rafa Benitez takes on uh, Big Kevin Keggy Keegan in either the End Game from the TV show Gladiators <laughs> or uh, the Total Wipeout Course. Okay, right. Mm. An elaborate we, assault is course. It, is we, the total, total Wipeout Course the one that they do in Argentina purely because of its very lax? Um, I would imagine so. Yeah, it imagine is. It so. is. It's in yeah. Argentina. But the thing is, Keegan would be dreadful. Well, he'd be he'd be really happy to it, but he would still finish it before Benitez has done the first obstacle. And, and <laughs> no, no, no. I, it would would Keegan not get right to the end? And he's got victory <laughs> inside. I just can't get up the travelator. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where he'd fall down. Yeah. Can we get can we get a little bit of American Ninja Warrior Mount Midori armor in yes, there as well? Mount Midori yeah. armor as well. Yeah. yeah, we talked about that earlier. Talked about <laughs> mountains earlier. Good. Is that yeah? Excellent, Pete. Um, I'd go. I'd start with a steak bake, then a sausage and bean melt, then a katsu chicken curry lattice, then an Easter crispy nest, then a cream finger, then a yum yum, then a salted caramel shortbread, and uh, finish off with a latte. That's the Greg's tour. What was your answer? I didn't hear the word stotty. You need something with stotty, don't you? And then I'd take him to the old Eldon Square where the goths hang out, and we'd spend a balmy afternoon chinning horses. Maybe. Maybe finishing it off in the uh, in, in the casino with Cesar. So lovely, lovely, yeah. nice. I like that. Fantastic in the CC no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, can I just say I felt the weight of expectation of doing my answer because I know that Pete's the only one to really ask about this sort of stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pleased that you came up with that one. Well, yeah. I, I um, what I absolutely love, and uh, I don't know if uh, some people certainly haven't missed this, but some people have. He's going to reignite his feud with Sam Allardyce. I know. Which is about a decade long. <laughs> and it's brilliant. And, and let me remind you that their feud started about ten years ago. Was, it, ben- was it when Sam said, Big Sam said that Rafa had nothing to do with their Champions League win? No, that was, no, no, no. Yeah. 
That was that was recent. Okay, right. There's a lot more. Oh, okay, right. And Allardyce oh, never forgets. Well, yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I, do. I, love, I love Big Sam's angle on that. Sorry, Marcus, just to cut in, because the thing is, a lot of people were saying around the time that Liverpool won the Champions League, Oh, they won the Champions League with these, this team that didn't have you know, a huge amount of great players. Mm. So what a great job Benitez did, especially at half-time in the final. Big Sam's not having that. <laughs> yeah. It was all down to the players. It was all down to Jimmy Traore. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> it was all down to Simon Gerrard diving in the penalty box, yeah. as I remember rightly. Oh, um, that's, that's going to set a can of worms. What? He what? did play very well in that final. Yeah, but you, oh, you, you that was cowardly. That's disgusting. Yeah, no, he did play Back me or well sack in- me, Marcus. All right. I'll crack me. <laughs> we'll get to the end of the show. <laughs> and then we'll There's no time for waxing now. <laughs> well, Benitez uh, once said, obviously being very sarcastic to Sam Allardyce, he, he was moaning about his physical approach, the team's physical approach. I'd imagine the big man's more uh, got a more soft touch in uh, in person. But he said, I think he is a model for all the managers around the world. His style of football, his behaviour, everything. I also think Barcelona are trying to copy his style of football. Oh, oh how droll! <laughs> it was like he. he Went on and on. he was obviously being heavily sarcastic, and then he made the Barcelona comments. Like, All right, we get it, Rafa. Yeah, there's no need to sort of stick the boot I, in I, again I, and again. I mean, with the no, with, with the actual point that I particularly respect someone practicing sarcasm in not their first language. Mm. Good, good to see. Yeah. I imagine it's quite a difficult skill. Yeah. Um, I, I think we a lot of us are possible, and you guys talked about it a bit on the show last week, where you talked about how Benitez has got a great um, track record as a manager and stuff, but more recently he's not covered himself in glory shall we say mm. so um, we also probably forgot a little bit about that type that side of his game because he went on the Ferguson rant about facts as well yeah, which is right. great yeah. so he's a good addition to the league in more mm. ways than the one f- oh, well, yeah. all, all of the old guard have kind of left I suppose haven't they because mm. Marina's out of a job um, Alex well. Ferguson's gone and stuff I mean he'll be back next season no doubt but where Benitez will be I don't know <laughs> Yeah, we, I mean if we can get Mourinho in at Manchester we've got the full set <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have got the full set well, but, <laughs> but another another notable hair island as well an archipelago if you will it's like the Aegean up there <laughs> it's, not, it's not a separate lump of hair. It's just. Is it what Reunion Island is to France? <laughs> yeah. It's a silo. Yeah, that's hair right. Hair silo. Well, Mourinho said recently, when I parted ways with Chelsea, I was lucky enough to have not just options, but good options. But I made a decision to wait calm in my corner, not disturbing, just waiting, <laughs> reading a few lies, listening to a few lies. <laughs> I made the decision to not be offered a job by anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, in my listening. corner. Well, because Mourinho has seen Benitez get a job and he's thinking, for crying out loud. Because yeah. Benitez has always said, oh, I'm the one who has to go and clear up after Mourinho, isn't yep. it? And yep. so it's a great subplot. It if really get, is. As you say, we can get Mourinho back in here, we <laughs> are in proper... It, Benitez's <laughs> wife does a lot of press conferences, isn't it? Yeah. Like she's she's yeah. always in the papers. They are not good at the old mind games, are they, the Benitez's? No. I, really <laughs> not, really not. Well, they're, they're hardly the, like House of Cards man and wife, are they? Given that managing Real Madrid is one massive long mind game yeah. <laughs> he lasted about five months yeah. no one can win no. <laughs> well Benitez uh, responded to Sam Allardyce as you rightly said that was uh, in his book that came out last year about the Champions League stuff right. so there was loads of uh, feuding in between uh, that and um, the, the Barcelona comment you know when he when he made that gesture with his hand yeah I remember uh, that yeah. which was just, I didn't think of it as game over at Anfield when he was managing Liverpool and, and Allardyce was managing Blackburn but Allardyce was greatly offended by that and Allardyce of course wrote in his book uh, of course he can say he won the Champions League with Liverpool which is something I never did but it has nought to do with him the word nought the amount of drafting that any any published you know memoir goes through. There's so many opportunities for someone to go. You should. What do you really? No, I love you the idea. Like that? You really right. it's, it's purely dictated, doesn't it? But like, I love, I, I, yeah, but I love the idea of Big Sam walking into the publisher's office and going, 
I know you're going to sub at it. I know you're going to make some changes, but that is standing. <laughs> that is a deal breaker for me. I don't need the money. Munch, that is a deal breaker munch, for Munching on a Yorkie bar. Yeah, yeah. He says it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, his, in his fist. Eating <laughs> <laughs> in the side of his mouth. Yeah. Like, one between his finger. Flex of like, like, get more in there. Like a chocolatey yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> Flex of like chocolate rock hitting the publisher in the face. <laughs> Seeing off packets of McCoys like yeah. they're shocked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 like, just... Scooping handfuls of that out of his pocket. <laughs> Not even in packets. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, though, Benitez, who was managing Madrid at the time, responded to this. Why on earth? He's dreadful so at mind games. Yeah. You're managing Real Madrid. They're arguably the biggest club in the world. He's chipping off about you and his book while he's... I, I can't remember who he was managing, if indeed he was managing at the time. I think he was managing West Ham, was he not? Would it have been uh, possible? Whoever yeah. he was managing, it's yeah. not Barcelona or Real Madrid. He's, he's got a Google Alert set up. Yeah. I think we all know <laughs> yeah. well, Benitez said, uh, do you know who Sam Allardyce is? Do you know how many trophies he's won? Well, that's my answer. No one's asked you for an answer. Yeah. yeah. You and, seem to know and, a lot about him. You shouldn't use a question as an answer, Rafa. Yeah. You called this press conference and you're playing Barcelona on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't expecting this. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like the, um, that fact thing, isn't it? When Benitez tries to play mind games, he just ends up piling loads and loads of pressure on himself. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's going to be interesting it, for you lot. He's going to fit in at Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're fitting an absolute treat. I know. So, to answer the opening question, mine would be a karaoke competition with Big Sam Allardyce and uh, Rafa Benitez in Newcastle City Centre, maybe around Grey Street, you know, that uh, quite mm. nice part of the, the, the town with lovely architecture, beautiful backdrop, and a karaoke contest, because I think both men are very capable of karaoke. Benitez, I think, would surprise you. Is it fair to mm. say that Big Sam, given his current state of... Um, Big Sam would love that, riding yeah. in the town. He would, but <laughs> his current state of employment, and the fact that his reputation at Newcastle anyway... Um, would he be a brave man to be belting out karaoke hits <laughs> at the top of his exactly. voice in a bar in Newcastle? He yeah. is a brave man. True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Pete's got the points. I, 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 I'm happy for Pete to get well, the Should points. we give Rafa Benitez the points? He, 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 let's get him uh, off to a good may, start. May, need him. may I remind you that I did have to visit the Greg's website for this. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. Research. Yeah, but, you have but, put in a can bit. I, can I just expand a little bit on the karaoke story? Because yep. I think... It's I'll, not a story. I just That was my answer to it. It will be in the week. I'd like, the, I'd like them to, when they're doing karaoke, but I'd like them to only be able to perform uh, rap battle diss tracks that they've mm. written about mm. each other. A rap battle. Yeah, rap, rap yeah. Idea. They're good. Excellent. Rap, rapper Benitez. Yeah, right. Actually, I would love to see Benitez in a rap battle because if it was like his press conferences, he'd just end up putting himself down like <laughs> Just, like, just yeah. digging holes he couldn't get yeah. out of. <laughs> It'd be great. Oh, dear me. Well, there we are. Uh, we look forward to uh, Benitez at Newcastle. Let's hey, you're on a hat trick, by the way, now because you got the points last week with that hair, hair mm. island business. They'll take me off, you like Lukaku. You do? <laughs> yeah. Well, we might not have a Newcastle base one next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Let's go to the FA Cup. Mm. Uh, in the Blues battle, Everton beat uh, Chelsea 2-0. Lukaku was an inspired fall. Lukaku he? is a Fabergé wrecking ball. <laughs> <laughs> that is it fair, outrageous. Is it fair to say you guys uh, heartily predicted that on the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheers. Yeah. Just because you weren't involved. Oi, remember, right. we bet together. Yeah, just because I wasn't involved, specifically because I wasn't involved, <laughs> yeah. that's why I brought it up. We predicted the oh, team. It's hard was... to see Chelsea scored any fewer than about 14 goals. <laughs> <laughs> clean sheet, one clean sheet later. I'll tell you what, though, while we're on the subject of, of after timing, I, I put a lot of research into that Roberto Martinez uh, bit. Yeah. And then he goes and beats Chelsea yeah, pretty right. easily in yeah. the FA Cup. Well, I mean, could... n- nobody saw that blooming um, the, the pirouette that uh, Cahill did. Absolute crap. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know, though. I think, yeah, do you mean in, in the run up to Lukaku's first goal? Yeah. Um, but I th- wasn't that Lukaku's skill with a ball? Because he sort of you don't turn your player and... like that. You don't turn. Yeah. You don't pirouette. Gary Cahill's you don't got do like 400 international 
cap. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is Champions League winners medals. Lukaku's sort of mesmerising run that's, uh, that's that's turned him inside out like that. <laughs> Amazing. That, I saw him pick up the ball like, on that, and I was watching it with a friend of mine. I was like, yeah, the chul- there's just nothing on here. There's absolutely no... Like, what are they doing? There's no way anything's going to happen here. And it's just, no, Plenty just round on. them all. Whatever, mate. Round, just, round is a strong way. It was through. Through. Yeah, through absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Imagine barged through. It had, uh, I, I, I hesitate to use this comparison, but just for this specific moment, it was a lot of Ronaldo about that. Mm. Yeah, because he was—he was. You he mean was, Brazilian Ronaldo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. The guy who should be called Ronaldo. Correct. I'm happy for everyone to call Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano. You can whatever. call him the phenomenon. It's what he wants. what he wants. But because he, he, should, he always showed a great combination of brute strength and force, but also yeah. some some nice skill as well. And Lukaku did that. Yeah. Imagine the feeling of scoring that against your old club, a club who sort of didn't give you a chance and then let you go. Mm. Yeah. Imagine the feeling in a cup game as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's 22 years old, Lukaku. He feels like he's been around for ages because well, he sort of has. And he's got 25 goals in all competitions this season. I mean, there was you know there was a bit of a narrative going around um, earlier in the season that there was a dearth of top-level striking talent in Europe. And, you know, Lukaku absolutely looks ready to step into that bracket because, I mean, he's having a fantastic well, this is season. Why. There's this so is, much to his this game. This is why Everton have, have really got to do better because if they are challenging for European places, which perhaps they should, this season is a strange one and it's there for the taking... Someone like Lukaku, someone offers him Champions League football and so on and so forth, especially in a, another Premier League side who can afford the wages. He, he looks great in an Everton shirt and he's doing uh, the business at Goodison and, and, and other grounds and whatnot for Everton. It would be a shame for him to move away, but if he thinks to himself, well, do I want to finish 11th or 10th in the league or do mm. I want to be challenging top but, four? But do you think, the answer to this question isn't immediately apparent, so it's more rhetorical, but do you think that he is a type of player possibly who relishes being in that at that size of club? Well, at the age of 22, you don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, but, he started but, at Anderlecht, didn't he? Who are you know, yeah. f- you know, effectively or certainly were at the time, the, you know, the big dogs in in Belgium. So he's yeah, but that's relative. I know, that's I know relative. it's relative, but he, you know, but you'll be very aware that the big jobs, the, the big jobs, the big dogs in uh, yeah, in Belgium are not the. Uh, I'm very very good. <laughs> but you got you guys made a point on the show uh, the back end of last week where you said <clears throat> that Everton aren't. I mean, they're a big club, but they're not. There's not a huge amount of scrutiny on them all the time. Mm. They don't dominate the headlines in football in the UK more broadly. So maybe, and if you, you see it to a lesser extent with players like <clears throat> I don't know, someone like Adam Lallana who went from Southampton to Liverpool. Mm. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not digging on Lallana for any particular reason, but the overall point is that it's fine to go two or three games without doing that much at a club like Southampton. Sure. And if you, when you go to a, a huge club. You've really got to perform, mm. and, and there's a lot of scrutiny if you don't do very well. I, I would be surprised if there's been because Lukaku has been in his in his career so far quite a streaky player. He goes seven or eight games without scoring goals. I don't know if that's the case this season. I haven't checked, but he does do that. I, I don't think you really can get away with that at a really big club. You'll get you get a lot of scrutiny on you if you do that. I think mm. this season he's um, he's uh, been a bit more effective than that, and I wonder if Chelsea um, put a buyback clause in his contract or uh, as part of the deal when they sold him to Everton yeah. because he's Possibly. exactly the sort of player they could do with. Yeah, I, but you say that about like Loic Remy, you know, like well, Loic yeah. Remy playing playing against. I would, I'd be surprised if Chelsea tried to sign him back. I think with you know who it looks like Conte maybe coming in or something. I think he, all I, I mean is I just think it would have been a canny piece of business. And obviously Chelsea operate at an elite level, so it, I wouldn't be surprised if it's something they did. Well, I'm not sure it would be a canny piece of business because Everton would certainly ask for more than the price they sold him for. Without yeah, a doubt, exactly. Mm. I, I think Lukaku is clearly, and, and it's, it is important to remind people and remind ourselves every so often that he's only twenty-two years old. Started very young, and like he's about sixteen or seventeen mm. when he broke into the team. Mm. Um, and he can score every different type of goal. That's a good thing. So his second goal yeah. was very different to his first goal, um, mm-hmm. and 
that's obviously a lot of a lot of um, there's a, there are a lot of strings to his bow, if you like, and that's important when it, when he when he goes through patches but doesn't score as much, he can rely on that more, knowing he can score different types of goals. And Everton, that's, sorry, Pete. No, it was Jim. Oh, sorry, Jim. 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 I threw my voice. I threw my opinion. That was, that was very clever. Yeah. I was going to say that that first type of goal barely counts as a type of goal. No, I suppose not. That's <laughs> simply You're just running through, through a very forest often, of defenders. But I thought I thought between both of you guys on that though, because I think that to any sort of goal like that, there is always an element of poor defending. Because what happens is it, when a player goes past two defensive players, the other defensive players seem to almost invariably panic mm-hmm. and makes decisions to jump into. Oh, I've got to stop this guy, and they make and 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 the the, the forward player is always one step ahead, and it it looks very, very bad from a defensive point of view. Mm. It's mean, a great finish, though. Look, 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 he had a differing time to the to his opposite number up the other end of the oh, pitch, yeah, Diego exactly. Costa. Well, Diego yeah. Costa, Diego Costa's a curious case because his biggest strength is also his biggest weakness. So his biggest strength that he, he has this Roy Keane type streak where he plays on on on, his, on the edge of his wits and it can boil over. And if you look at him in um, in midweek, he was he was decent. And then you look at him I think at now, Everton, and it doesn't go for him to start with. If he starts off um, in a poor way or he gets frustrated, it, it's only ever yeah. going to go but one he looks way. Like he's, himself up, he's he? looked like he's got a devil-may-care attitude now because some are suggesting that he wants to move back to Spain. And, yeah. he, and he doesn't really... Oh, but, I mean, that, that kiss... Oh, there were staring down Gary south Ferry. for me. Oh, I got very excited. Barry said it was very tender, very exciting. Yeah, that's everything needed, for me. All you needed was a bit of yogurt thrown in. Yeah. There. Yeah. Away. I think you'll be throw me up, Marcus. Can I just say that? That, that was, and he will, that ladies was, and gentlemen. That was, that was genuinely erotic. Yeah, it was. There's very few times that you can genuinely say on a football field that something is erotic. And it, probably Lukaku's first and Diego's kiss. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so few, even in mm. that context. But wouldn't it be brilliant? Like, it's like a Tom of Finland cartoon. <laughs> Gareth, Gareth Barry is very much not party of those sort of things. Nothing of the Mills and Boone about that, man. Barry came out straight away, <laughs> if you pardon the expression, um, saying, oh no, he didn't bite me. He didn't okay. buy me. But wouldn't it be nice Just if the, the commentator called it for what it was? The commentator well, go, what, what was it? The commentator went, oh. <laughs> I, I think I need to retire to the boudoir. <laughs> when, when, they go, when they go to a, a commercial break, he sort of says, can you, producer, can you just check the laws of the game for nuzzling? <laughs> is, that, is that a yellow or a red? What about a friendly gnaw? Can you do yeah. That? Yeah. Uh, but talking about the clean sheet, Luke, um, as you were earlier about Everton's um, defensive record, apparently Phil Jagielke's been very crucial for them. Since they've uh, had him back from injury, they've kept seven clean sheets in 12, where it was just three in 14 yeah. without oh. him. And everyone's favourite, I mean, look, on this show, we've been a little bit more reserved about the guy, but a lot of people in the media have been hugely... Uh, lauding John Stone for not getting in the team, mm. not 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 getting in the team ahead of Mario Jagielka, and and not and we're talking about a defensive unit that isn't playing that well. Mm-hmm. So clearly Stones is uh, is in a, in a, in, a, in a rough patch of form himself, and and he came, I think he came on in the game against Chelsea, did, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, but he's not getting not getting a look in. And uh, so, Lennon is though. Mm. He is very much so. Not in a, the same place, position, of course. That would be disastrous. Good, he looked good at times. Aaron but, but the point is, only twenty-eight. Aaron Lennon. Mm. That, yeah, he, that's crazy. He started very young as well, didn't he? Mm. He's like a like a Milner and a, and a, and a Lukaku type character. But but the thing about um, Funes Mori is that I can remember when he first signed for Everton and and. Um, Tim Vickery, um, mm. sort of going. This is a crazy sign. Maury's not. He's just not very good. <laughs> Martinez can't. Martinez's record signing players is terrible and stuff. And yeah, he's, he seems to be doing okay. He's scoring yeah. a few goals. That yeah, you can say. Right. I mean, if, if he's making stones at the team. well, if he's making mistakes at one end, he's trying to make up for it at the other end. I mean, we, we're talking about Everton. Obviously, it, it was a great performance from them, and it was unlike them to uh, to keep a clean sheet, and it took us all by surprise. Or is it the Emirates? <laughs> no, um, this did not take us by surprise. As sure as the day is long, Jim. There are no clean sheets around the Emirates. Just, yeah, well, I mean, bad, horrible things written on them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when you just say potential banana skin, you don't even need yeah. to say the word potential anymore, yeah. do you? No. 
Is every game a banana skin? <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh dear, uh, genuinely, oh dear. You, you say that like slightly in jest, Luke. But the form we're in, absolutely <clears throat> every game looks really difficult. Arsenal, like, Everton um, away next. That should be simple. Jim, did With you my hear? Arsenal hat on, I go, oh no. Did you hear? They're, uh, they're a football team. <laughs> we're going to struggle against them. <laughs> did you hear? Ex Spurs man uh, Aurelio Gomez. Stick it in yeah, the boot yeah. after. Had a dig, didn't he? Yeah. Had a he's, dig. He's, he's, well, he, 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 idiot. Still on the payroll at Spurs, I expect. <laughs> he didn't play, of course. Yeah. Clandestine <laughs> operations <laughs> by that special ops. Yeah. He didn't play. Of course, it was Pantillamon in goal. Nice to see Pantillamon. Just no, pops it wasn't. up every, every now and then, doesn't it? Oh, he's there now. Um, he said, when you see Arsenal playing against big teams, they look like a small team. I don't know if he's referring to Watford as a big team, but they, they certainly um, are in the semi finals. Uh, they didn't look like winning, a, they don't look like a winning uh, a title soon. We knew once we had the ball, we'd be able to pass it around since. Arsenal give you too much space they are not strong defensively he's yeah. saying all the things everybody knows yeah it's absolutely true and, I mean, and the way uh, Kiki Sanchez Flores had Watford set up was quite brilliant I mean it was funny in the commentary when Watford were keeping it tight as their their game plan yeah. tends to be as yeah. a newly promoted side and uh, and a lot of sides set up like that that's yeah. perfectly legitimate. Robbie Savage in oh, commentary I remember that, yeah. he was going well, why don't they just have a goal yeah it's ten minutes Ro- in Robbie, <laughs> Robbie, Robbie. Yeah. Like, it's ten minutes wait you've played, see- you've played in the Premier League <laughs> yeah how do you not why, know why what are they doing? not having a go yeah. against, against a much better side on paper <laughs> away from home away from the home in the cup. <laughs> let them be notoriously wilt under the pressure <laughs> yeah. you frustrate them yeah. oh but they're not having it I bet it's two nil up wow. Are they going to get the third? Mm. Are they going <laughs> to really see it? I just off? don't know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just breathtaking. Yeah, Troy Deeney was brilliant, though. I mean, that man has no pace, but uh, my goodness, there is a player who plays to his strengths, and the team play to his strengths as well. Obviously, that helps. But his hold-up play is fantastic. He, he can set up anybody to score. I mean, Igalo actually should probably have more goals. He does miss a fair few, and he was yeah. a bit lacklustre in the first half. He did score, of course. Well, I like that he kept his head there, and he took yeah. his chance mm. when it came along. Um, he didn't he let did. it get to him. Yeah. Troy Deeney, 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 just, well, he'll also be delighted to know that um, so strong as well. he made it into Garth Crook's team of the week. Yeah, as a holding <laughs> in, midfielder. In defensive midfield. <laughs> 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 don't, don't we all get in <laughs> Garth's team? Garth Crook's team. Oh, oh, Robbie, yes. Robbie Savage of Pride. I love yeah. the just, just have 11 strikers. Just go for it. I love Garth Crook's the, the sort of idea of Garth Crooks sitting down with like a BBC web editor and just talking through what he's doing mm. and him just going yeah but I really want Deeney in there okay yeah fine <laughs> you've already got three strikers no, yeah. I really want Deeney in there just put him in defensive midfield and, and, the, and the web editor going not really knowing anything about football just putting him in there yeah. <laughs> it happens all the time he, he has played he played like a two four Three formation or something the other week. It's, it's ridiculous. Well, that, you could imagine it'd be maybe like an intern or something going. I, I, I don't feel comfortable uploading that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at you being officious. Yeah, I'll yeah. put a like, name to it. But like Crooks, he's kind of a lawn to himself, isn't he? He's this Boba Fett character who's just kind of just just strolls the, the, the team of the week bounty strolls hunter. the corridor yeah. of the BBC yeah. and just doesn't. Nobody really tells him he's not got a proper job. He just floats around, yeah, know, yeah. getting yeah. things wrong. <laughs> maybe he's not meant to be there. But yeah, no one's w- works maybe, out. The BBC's a very large organisation. Yeah, you know? but maybe. Things slip through the crack. Maybe, maybe <laughs> with Deeney's attributes, he should be playing defensive midfield, and we're all getting it wrong, yeah. including Sanchez Flores and Deeney himself. Maybe he'll yeah. move back there as he gets off. There we are. For, for casual observers of Arsenal, and I realise, Jim, you're not in this category, so apologies in advance. It, it's, it's just, <laughs> it is a really interesting thing to look at from the outside because now you've got um, you know you get those awful well, I think they're awful because I'm old but these awful sort of like official YouTube channels and stuff yeah. there's one called Arsenal Fan TV oh, yeah. I'm sure mm. they're, they're fighting amongst don't, themselves yeah. don't look at it because it'll break your screen yeah, there's, there's so much but, fury on it at but, the moment but there was I mean they denied this but then it was subsequently uploaded by someone on who uploaded it on their, on their mobile mm. phone there's Arsenal fan TV presenters and pundits and stuff who stand outside the stadium. Yeah, and they're actually physically fighting each other <laughs> outside the Emirates after that game. It's insane. It's the whole. 
To be fair, we all got a bit shirty outside the new camp that time. That's Arsenal <laughs> at the moment they they That's seem they seem a bit like the fall of the Roman Empire. Yeah, it's like a little pockets of chaos going on. Absolutely, it's very chaotic. And what, but it was, you know, it's not the Roman Empire. Which empire would it be? Yeah, it wouldn't be the Roman because they were the top of the top of the tree. True Empire, just Empire but, magazine. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were very, the uh, very tumultuous stuff. But what's yeah, frustrating from the, on the pitch um, is that it, the nature of the first goal, in particular, the second goal was an absolute rocket. Oh, um, wasn't it? It shouldn't yes. have had that much space in the first place. But you know, you have to take your hat you, off. The Jim, you, like you look at the captain of Arsenal Football Club, uh, Matasakra. Yeah, yeah. Number oh, four, yeah. just when he hits that ball, he steps one um, pace to the right, like nightmare, and, yeah. and, and then yeah, <laughs> lovely, Rick. and then and then puts his hand over his testicles. Too much. Like that instead of just. Jumping in and blocking the shot. Too much faith walks, in his own height. Yeah, but it, it, should he not take credit for that? <laughs> he because stands away. No, 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 from, no, 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 he no. moves away from the ball Peter, and covers his. We talk about enemies grannies. and friends of football. <laughs> Murta Saka is clearly a friend of football because he saw that hit and he thought, "I'd be a real knob if I <laughs> if stand I in the yeah. flight of the bo- stand in the way World of the ball." Cup winner. Yeah. I'll move, I, I I move towards it. Pete, I don't disagree with that, but. That's it's the, the captain, that's Jim. the least bad of the two <laughs> goals. That's the worst thing. The other one was just from a really yeah. harmless throw-in where no one actually yeah. even really put a challenge in. Like, bouncing around, right? Gabriel just did a little dance. He was just delighted he was still on the pitch, I would imagine, after the, <laughs> the thousand red card tackle we put in earlier. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, that's what's most, most disappointing. It's, it's, it's so basic. There's that, no um, one even Deeney must think any to sort himself. of commitment that Gabriel, into it. That Gabriel challenge, like, oh. thousand red card challenge, it was like a Street Fighter 2 screenshot. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it? A yeah. foot sweep. There's uh, yeah, so my, little pressure on the ball throughout, right. the, throughout the, the game. It was obviously a, both goals. It was a great finish, though, to the, oh. to the match. I mean, well, oh my goodness, Rosenthal-esque Rosenthal- that was, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know if it was, made. Well, it was. Up, there's, two, yeah. there's two aspects. There's, there's <laughs> shame for Welbeck. It's on the, yeah, because yeah, he looks like he's he actually does well. Pete's often touted that when Welbeck looks as though he does give a damn, and he's he comes on and he's got the goal to get them back in the game. But the two the two sections of this are the fact that you got the team on the pitch who we can all see because we watch football that they're soft centred and I I personally think they take the easy out easy way out more often than not and Jim's got a slightly different opinion than whatever but the, the off the pitch stuff is fascinating to me too because I I get the impression now and you guys were talking a bit about bed sheets which we talked about quite a lot uh, last week <laughs> on the show I was absent for <laughs> but I get the impression now I don't know if you feel the same way Jim that Arsenal fans have started to almost undermine themselves because what they've done they've done this almost this football fan version of the boy who cried wolf type thing mm. where every time there's like a a particularly adverse set of circumstances they get the old Wenger, Wenger out thing going not all of them of course but some of them do and and, and now what's happened is in, in, into the wider football world they're just seen as quite a capricious set of fans yeah. and so it's not it's got no weight to it it's got no power if you if you look at um clubs who traditionally don't fire their managers um um and uh, you know it's not not important for me to name them but i think if if you had a club like that because there's not many of them because I, I can't think of any right now there are so few a, te- a team like liverpool is quite patient with its managers mm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah if, if if you see if you see a load of fans of a club that's patient with its managers um generally piping up over and over again over and over again mm. generally it does have an effect arsenal been doing this for so long now mm. and, and as a group of fans it's almost like, okay, well, they just always do it, so no yeah. one really cares. Do you know the thing is, as well, the, the whole Wenger out brigade are very loudly shouted down by, by another set of fans, as you say, and there is a bit of a schism, and there's, there's this strange position now where, I mean, this is an unforgivably bad set of circumstances that is happening, so people are starting to turn, and they're not as aggressively Wenger out as, as you know, the, the bedsheet brigade, but people are starting to think, well, actually, I mean, if with, the, you know, if with this team, 
with, with some of the players we have in there, with the opportunity we've had in this season, if our form carries on as it is as well, let's make no mistake, Like we won't finish in the top four unless something's arrested and they go on a, a run of wins now. It's four wins in 14 hmm. uh, games, and two of those are in the cup. Um, so it's absolutely terrible. We, 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 sorry, go on, Carol. Um, yeah, I mean, people are starting to go, well, actually, well, I don't want Wenger to be sacked, but it, maybe he should leave of and, his and, own accord at the and, end of the season. And, it seems and, the right thing. Absolutely. And that's almost a misnomer, the Wenger sack thing. It's not going to be sacked. No. Yeah. It's not going to happen. No. So forget about that. Whoever's asking for that, it's not going to happen. Because even if he, has, is he, if he, if he is moved on, he's going to be moved on in a very diplomatic okay, way. So what should they write on the bed sheets? They should, in they case they're should listening. Write, Please diplomatically eject yep. our manager from the club in a way that doesn't embarrass him or his legacy. Right. That's what they should write. Yep. It's a long bed sheet, but uh-huh. it's going to do the job. Good. But the, the, the thing is, what you have to admit, as a dispassionate observer, and we've, we've and Wenger's been the manager of Arsenal since we've been doing this show mm. for a number of years. As a dispassionate observer now, it is very, very hard to make an argument that he should be the manager of that club. Very well, it's, hard. It's, dispassionate it's, observer it's sounds like thing. every person in the Emirates, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing over and over again, isn't it? Um, but who would take over? Well, Arsenal are a club with a big enough network and a big enough pool to, to, budget. to, to get any manager uh, who's, who they think is um, available. And, they, and, they, and, and the Premier League is a big attraction. Mm. But the other thing you've got to chuck into this as well is that Arsene Wenger makes very, very poor decisions alongside the fact that he's quite a passive character. So when things go wrong, it looks worse. Like Ozil, mm. when things go wrong for us, it looks worse because he's slopey-shouldered, he's mm. not 100 mile an hour, which is what English people like to see. Mm. When Wenger does stuff like leaves £160 million on the balance sheet in, in the bank at, at the club and says there's no player in Europe that can, that can strengthen this team... Mm. Um, on the pitch, not not uh, obviously Peter Shek aside, that opens him up to huge criticism because there are players there that could improve mm. them, yeah. and he doesn't choose to do so. Either that, or he's not attracting them, which is a different. Well, they don't want to play yeah. for him. So yeah, you, possibly, you've got to wonder yeah. what's going on there. And Either way, it's bad. Something we talk about quite a lot is that is um, Arsenal, you know, Arsenal at the moment. And yeah. Yeah, let's not do any Arsenal chat next week. Is my vote? Yeah, okay. whatever that happens. Last week, didn't I'm trying to bring yeah, back exactly. Okay, all I was going to say is that we talk a lot about how you know after a legacy manager, it can be quite difficult. You see. We've seen it happen at Man United sure, and yeah. in other places. But the thing is, if that legacy's gone stale, will that be the case? That's clearly what's happened at Arsenal. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens next. Mm. All right, Pete, we can move on. Yay! Yeah. Well, well done to Watford. Well done. Well done Watford to defended superbly. Well. Ake and Cathcart were brilliant at the well, Could be an interesting... Um, it's not really difficult to finish. Like Arsenal and a powder well, puff, it? Wait till you've seen, uh, wait till you've seen what we yeah. do to them at Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little well, you, <laughs> micro mugs. Yeah, it would be classic yappy, Arsenal. Little yappy little Jack little Russell sl- idiots. Little Spanish oh, slugs. It would yeah. be even more Arsenal if they won that little game 2 one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, oh. I was going to say, um, we could have an interesting, potentially interesting winner of the FA Cup this season. We could, we, Palace, we Everton, Watford, Man United, yeah, West Ham. Lovely. We certainly could. We're going to talk a little bit more FA Cup after this. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. While you're sitting at work punching them numbers into them boxes, why not head on over to thefootballramble.com and have a gander? You'll find more highlights than a night at Crystals. Or pie it with a peach at all. What a free kick, mate! <laughs> I love the way when you see the, uh, the camera. Yeah, the camera angle. He did that away at, was it Blackburn, I think, in mm. the cup as well? When you see the camera angle kind of from behind and he hits it and he just wheels away. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Was it 35 yards against David De Gea? Yeah. <laughs> Glorious. And actually, the spin on it was. It, it hit the post about halfway down the post, which is a great height for a goalkeeper, mm. but the spin on it was so perfect. The yeah. dip and bend was just, no one's stopping that. Actually, I mentioned the Reunion Island earlier. He's from yeah. there. Oh, Who yeah. is he? Yeah. Okay, so's uh, Lauren Robert. Lauren Robert, there, yeah. Oh, they're punching above their weight. It's what, two players? Yeah, but it, have you <laughs> seen <laughs> how fair? small it is? No, yeah. I haven't. Though. To be fair, I actually haven't. I, it, it, one player I think they would be very proud of, but they, there's two. They might have even, I think they've got one or two more, actually. Someone, but yeah, they are. Roger Miller lived there. I think Roger Miller was was playing there, or maybe in Indonesia or somewhere like that. Um, in, in fairness, Jim before right, the World Cup, I think they do produce quite a few, and they did produce quite a few. To be fair, to nineteen ninety World Cup. I think I think there is quite a sizable population on the island, though. Okay, yeah, we're not talking about massive, but there is a sizable population. Well, he's uh, he's done very well, certainly. But, but may not have got out of jail, didn't they? A little they bit. Did. They did. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they needed that. I mean, there was you know Arsenal obviously needed something, didn't get it. Oh, we talk about Arsenal too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim. <laughs> let, Pete, let me take that away the sour grater. Manchester United, they need it. I mean, you would fancy West Ham to win the replay. Well, at, Billich uh, said Bowling that. Green. He actually used those words. He Did said, he? yeah, I fancy us. I love that. I yeah. love didn't that he say, confidence. Didn't he say, oh, well, something like, I don't know if he said to beat Manchester United, but the last FA Cup match at Upton Park, the Bowling Ground, against Manchester United, that's fantastic. Yeah. But I thought, that's the attitude. Yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? That's your, imagine your manager coming out and saying that. You'd be like, you're damn Come right. On. We're going to have that. I wouldn't be surprised if it's, I mean, if they absolutely batter them. West Ham are playing such good football yeah. and, and, and May United are prone for a batter. I'm not saying they'll win that like 5-0, but I reckon they'll be the better side. Shouldn't have counted. It was a foul on the keeper. Oh, yeah. Oh, Randolph, mm. he had a good game. Yeah. Old Shiny yeah. took him down. Um, one of the things I love about Bilic is how it's that rare example of a cult figure from a club coming back as a manager and it actually just working really, really well. Yeah. It's, it's so rare. As, that... as I predicted in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, I was just trying to think of an Arsenal player to come back. Something like Dennis Bergkamp or something. Well, Boldy. Get Boldy up back Get in Get Boldy. Mm. Pete, do you want to step Give in on this? Give him a big job. They're doing uh, it again. Well, they bring it back to no, Arsenal. That's true. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Crystal Palace beat Reading. Yes. Friday night pards. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Saturday night takeover and deck, but it's yeah. just pards. Yeah. Yeah. Should and, I say yeah. Crystal Palace beat uh, Ali Al Habzi? Yeah. Despite uh, that man's efforts, yeah. which were quite game, something. Why can't they play like that in the, in the, in the Barclays Premier League, Marcus? Who? They Palace. don't play on Friday Palace. nights. Yeah, yeah that's, that's when, true. That's, when, that's peak pods, isn't it? <laughs> if, if every game was like the Super Bowl, 
Like, and, it was like, and, and, and it had all that stuff going on. I reckon that Pardew would win the Premier League. Well, they do have cheerleaders there, which I imagine he's, you know... Not enough of them for Pardew. Pardew, like Pardew didn't... Uh, I noticed he didn't whinge about the uh, penalty this time round. No, Quite no. so much. Weird, yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah. Weird, strange. Very much so, yeah. He, mm. he's, he likes it when pen. it's for him. Yeah. yeah. But you, you do get the... They, they did look a lot better, to be fair. They, they looked did. a bit more you could dynamic. Just, you could nearly saved the pen. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> it, was a good, it was a good start, wasn't it? And then, yeah. uh, but you can imagine, like, Pards getting home, taking his jacket <laughs> off, adjusting his tie in the mirror, going, what a banging Friday night out. <laughs> and I didn't even have to stick the nut on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and even the second goal, when uh, Campbell scored, uh, Habsy made a great save onto the mm. post, and then yeah. Campbell... But the way Campbell put it in was as if to say, right, in! I'm going to take yeah. his head off. <laughs> I'm going to take his head off. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. He I, I I'm into the night, didn't he? In the in the net afterwards. Yeah, it's, something primal about him. Adebayo looked looked a bit better. I think he just needs yeah. a goal, and I think he uh, I think he's got a few more. It's it, it is a shame uh, for for Reading, of course, but it is an inter- uh, an interesting uh, uh, lineup, of course, in <coughs> um, in the FA Cup. Mm. Who do we fancy? It's weird. I would, I would really like <laughs> the Diego bite for the cup, please. <laughs> I think I think, I think, um, I think West Ham got a decent chance, and mm. I, 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 the, pro- the problem is I've set my stall out with Martinez now, haven't I? It'd be disgraceful mm. if Everton win <laughs> from, well, from a personal point. Well, of what, view. I, what I like about uh, West Ham's manager is that he really likes the, the, the cup and he really wants to win it. Yeah. Uh, but Everton, I've got a lot of time. They're you know they're a really important community-led club, club and I think um, then win the FA Cup would be fantastic. Well, Everton, Everton will play West Ham or Manchester United, mm. and uh, Palace will be playing Watford. News right, just okay. in, yeah. So News just in. Palace That's a great draw for, for Palace and Watford, I yeah. think, to yeah. avoid because you would imagine. Oi. Pards on FA Cup final day. Oh, come, on. Imagine <laughs> it. come on, imagine it. You love that warm jacket underneath a blazer combo that he sometimes has. You would see the swagger from space. It's, it's a win-win for us because we either get Pards lording yeah. it up, yeah. um, or we get Sanchez Flores in a special new suit, True. which would be mm. fantastic. Yeah. Very good. I hope he has a shave though. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. That's what he's all about. He's fine. I think he's absolutely fine. Uh, in the Premier League, Spurs got another win. Very professional job. Well done. They did Aston Villa because I did think only two 0 but I thought, yeah, that's fine. Isn't that fine? I'm Chandler well, no, and Big Nev there, aren't I? Well done. Well done, that's Aston Villa. <laughs> oh, excellent. Although Villa, they nearly scored. They nearly scored. Good that's for what them. Yeah. Good. At At they're still in the Barclays Premier League, Marcus. At, uh... And that's too much of the word Barclays tonight. <laughs> going to say. Um, <laughs> if you're listening, uh, Barclays Marketing, <laughs> give us a, what do you um, think they're going to do? Just card? give us some money. <laughs> give us a free overdraft. <laughs> Um, it, well, I thought it was a good I thought free overdraft would genuinely be amazing it would wouldn't it <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just money isn't it yeah. <laughs> uh, I, th- I thought Spurs actually played that very well because yeah. let's, let, they did, Spurs played it like a training match didn't they it literally was let's not break a sweat let's just get this over and done with another three points and uh, well, let's essentially have a rest clearly prioritising the league um, with a, the team the Europa League sent um, out to the yeah. Europa League but it makes all the sense in the world for them to do that is it fair to say that um, Randy Lerner's Aston Villa project hasn't really bore any sort of fruit. Well, it mm. did a few years ago. They well, were having a lovely time. There was a report by Forbes uh, this week. Oh, that's said right. That he, his, his losses have totaled, his after tax losses have totaled £248.9 million, pounds, oh, which is £70,000 a day. So mm. much of that is paying for Charles and Zogbia to live. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be a kick in the teeth, isn't it? Yeah. And that there's, not been a, there's, not been a, um, there's not been a manager with a, um, with a winning record. Uh, since Martin O'Neill, since London's been there. And uh, the website I saw that one was the Birmingham Mail, which at the bottom of the article, it's a serious article, yeah. right? The bottom of the article, <laughs> it's got a live ticker saying how much money Randy Lowe's losing, and it's just ticking over. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> 
pound. Oh dear. A pound like every half a second or something. That's great. Yeah. Well played. So since I've been reading this article I've got in front of me, he's lost fifty two pounds. Well let's so. hope the person who, who created that's coming to the Birmingham show. It's really bitter. It's, it says on these live, money going out of Randy Lerner's bank account. <laughs> it's up to fifty nine pound now. All right. Yeah. Uh, I've I've rethought my answer. No, I don't think it has worked. <laughs> no, it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. You know, but there's still but time. A, as, you, as you rightly say, it's a professional job for Spurs because, um, you know, they're, they're, they're clearly going to be expected to mount a serious challenge because mm. it's only Leicester above them. That's just a fact of the matter. Going away to Aston Villa, yep. it would be easy for them to sort of switch off, especially if some of the players look a bit tired. They, they play a very high-intensity mm-hmm. type of football. Um, so, yeah, I was impressed with them. But also, 2-0, 6-0. I mean, obviously, you've got goal difference that, that might come into play. But I, I just thought, just take it easy and get it done. Yeah, and and, and that's exactly. So I was I was surprised because they got a good battering by Dortmund, and they rest a few players against Dortmund. They did. They did. I was surprised. Mm. And, uh, Quite a few, in fact. But, so what, bear in mind what I've just said. Of course, Aston Villa are in, in, in an absolute terrible state. I was surprised he rested players that way round. I was surprised he didn't just rest, think about resting them for the Villa game because mm. they, they should have had enough to beat Villa. I think they so probably Dortmund, went. They're out of the tie now. Yeah, they? I think they probably went to Dortmund and and thought to themselves, let's you know get away with a 1-0 or a 2-1 yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. I mean, that's, gonna, that's potentially a tough game against Dortmund, whoever you put out. So, I mean, imagine the criticism he would get if he'd then um, rested teams, rested players against Villa and, and, you know, come away with a draw or and something like that. Something, yeah. he'd, he'd be getting a lot of criticism for that. Would, but if you win, if you win you the Europa, you're seriously. getting in the Champions League, don't you? So, yeah, you I mean, it, yeah. But they've got a better chance in the league to get into the Champions League you than you'd argue. So, yeah. So, if, if, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Is it fair to say, though, that they could could be, um, could be stage a miraculous turnaround having been inspired by what their North London neighbours have done against Barcelona <laughs> earlier in the week? <laughs> There's a chance of that. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you look, you look at Spurs and, and they are... Pulling away now, aren't they? Mm. Uh, from from the pack, and it's. I did say top two. It's well, easy. You did, yes, and it's, and it's, and it's, it's very early on as well. So, yeah. well, well, it was about October. Wow, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ramble uh, pedants, yeah. at the ready. <laughs> um, but, but if it was, don't bother. It would be an absolute disaster for Spurs not to finish in the Champions League. Now, an absolute disaster. Oh, well, be, like, surely they're finishing the, the Champions League, but I, yeah. in automatic. Champions League place. That's top three, though, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, surely yeah, there'll yeah, be odds yeah. on for that. So, yeah. To be honest, I think that's where they're more likely to take inspiration from their uh, the example set by their North London neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. Let's not do that. Uh, at the other end, Bournemouth, great win against Swansea. Mm. It's a great it's, game as well. It was a great game. The Cherries on thirty-eight points. I would expect them to to stay up now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is brilliant. I think a lot of people had a lot of uh, goodwill towards Bournemouth uh, since they've been in the league and wanted them to stay up. And yeah. it's a remarkable job Eddie Howe's done though, because of all the, the stuff going on at Newcastle and the, the scrap they're in with with Sunderland. Of course, I think people have forgotten that Bournemouth have just been going about the business. Great team mm-hmm. cohesion, great unit there. He's made a couple of decent signings. Benekafobi, of course, being the main one, and they've 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 played some some decent football. And they, they should be. You would have very much expected be in the Premier League next year. A big cash injection. Yeah. And you think, well, can they? Uh, I think I was talking about this maybe on the previous show. Can they attract players? Well, with that kind of money, um, with the kind of vibe they've got at the club. Who knows? He could mm. really establish them in the league. A lot of players vibe. do look for a vibe. <laughs> yeah, what's, what a vibe Eddie Howe's putting out. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. It's, it's the, uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about the new TV money coming in next season, but I, th- I think the point does need to be made that everyone has money. It's like yeah. the, you know, it can't be 20 teams that win the league after this huge cash injection. It'd be interesting to see how it happens. No, 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 but, but, so so but, but it means they're going to get better quality players. Yeah, exactly, you get better quality players. I think with the telly money, how big is the telly? That's, that's a question. Yeah, exactly. right? I, I, I definitely ignore that answer. Yeah, so. Bournemouth will, I mean, players who want to sign for Bournemouth will need to know that. Before they move <laughs> yeah. I am a little so. concerned about Swansea because they've signed Leroy Fur, who is the new Nigel Quaggi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good player, but... Quaggi. Fresh money, Penny. Accidental Connery. Always welcome. I was surprised to 
see if uh, <laughs> sort of pop up at, um, at the Swans mm. because I mean, he's going to pop them down. That's what he does. <laughs> he had a, did he, am I right in saying? Just he would, never went to the cherries if he's. He was relegated from the Premier League, mm. but then he made it into the Dutch squad for the for the Euros. I think he, he was involved. Yeah, they, was the they got relegated. They got relegated from the Euros. Maybe that was because of him. No, it was the World Cup. It was the World Cup. I think I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. You're right, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Crazy scenes. Uh, let's go down to the Championship. Uh, where Charlton beat Middlesbrough 2-0. Charlton fans staged a mock funeral outside the ground in protest of the club's ownership, just like Leeds fans did last week. Although they went a little bit more with the protest, because they also staged one uh, shortly after kick off, throwing beach balls onto the pitch, which stopped play. Where do you um, get all those beach balls yeah. from? They all, all the same colour. I don't know. I, I also have a question, which is, I, I support this, because the, cause the, the run of the club's been horrendous, it and does. we've t- touched on this before, but what is the relevance of the beach ball thing? I just think it's to disrupt the play perhaps oh, they okay. may well people be... say it's not a dress in black and white for a funeral that's yep. why yeah. the, 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 the balls are black, black and white, and white. an easy thing to get in isn't it you just blow it up when you're not I, I mean the, the, Karanga, the... Karanga didn't want to pay his respects that was weird wasn't it <laughs> well he did yeah. by the performance of his team yeah I guess so yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe he did. He did. I, I thought that that was quite incredible because it was in black and white, the beach balls, because they wanted to have a funeral. Where did he get a sad beach ball from? Maybe that's why there's so many of them. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. Are we printing them in the wrong colours? How are we yeah. going to get rid of them? I told you we were going to shift them. A lot, the, <laughs> a lot of the UK seaside towns are in, you know, in Decline. a pretty... Bad yeah. state, yes. Yeah. So maybe the beach balls are. I sad. think it's beach balls. They're just bo- turning that colour. They were yeah. obviously all the beach balls colours. for dogs. Charlton also have a weird. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm just walking up. What? <laughs> what are we talking about? It's a different kind of protest, sure. but one that. I thought it was on Dragon's like, Den. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm out. Uh, Charlton, though. You are I'm like in, the mate. three dragons. I'm yeah. in. I am sat on one side of the table and you're sat on the other side. Way, you, if, I'll tell you something now. If someone came in into a Dragon's Den top scenario and said beach balls for dogs, you would definitely invest. Yeah. In, a, in a heartbeat. But, Cheese uh, for Nazis. That's why I would only be on Come one on now. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese for Nazis. Um, you don't Dragon's Den works. You don't <laughs> a, terrible, a terrible idea then get another idea chance <laughs> you get back in the elevator and fuck off yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, the Charlton Athletics situation uh, aside one thing I did notice and I don't want to be frivolous around what's quite a serious uh, situation mm. so they have like a sofa by the side of the touchline have you seen that? no it's like a fan zone sofa where they, it's like a red sofa right by the touchline and it looked to me like a family were sat on the sofa. I don't know if it's like a competition winning Was that team. put in when Pards was there? I'm not sure. Was, that, was it the I'm Simpsons? Sure. That is casting sure. couch. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks a bit like that but it's red. Um, <laughs> right. Yes, that was interesting. But one of the things I also saw which is quite, quite interesting I'm not sure the background behind it is that David Nugent was spotted and photoed obviously playing for Middlesbrough, on the way out of Charlton with a sticker on his jacket supporting mm. oh, the, the out-campaign protest. That's yeah. nice. What oh, a man of the people. Yeah. What a man of the people. Yeah, I don't know if someone just stuck it on him without him noticing or what, but he looked at, he looked at oh, me and he sees all. I know, I know it's it. Rod Fanny nearly put it in his own net, which is quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's Silly right. Fanny. No, this Karanka <laughs> stuff as well. <laughs> It's, it's fascinating, isn't oh, it? Yeah. He, said he, he wants to leave the club because um, it feels like the team aren't actually interested in getting promotion and he's just sick of it. That's really, your job, really though, thrown his toys out <laughs> the There front. was a bit of a player revolt, apparently, and uh, the club said, let's all just take a couple of days, let's all calm down, and then we'll all be okay because then the players and the staff and everybody said, no, we want him to stay. So it was strange time. Did they, have, did they have a meeting without him? I don't know. Like uh, Arsenal did. He wa- yeah, he was going to come back though, wasn't he? I think he, I think Cranker said he was going to come back, but he didn't have time or something, or he oh, didn't right. get there in time. Yeah, I, well, he hasn't left um, as, as yet at the time of recording, and I think they'll be okay because I think he will stay. But they're seven points uh, behind Burnley, who are looking mm. looking good at the top of the league. I think they have a game in hand though. Um, Derby, who were pushing for promotion, they were three goals up away to Rotherham. Neil Warnock's Rotherham. 
and uh, three three all. Uh, Rotherham scored three goals in the last seven minutes at the New York Stadium, which was a big point because they're down in the relegation. They wanted zone to as well. be a part of it, didn't they? That's right. <laughs> in old New York. That's I, can't, right. I can't have a think that the three goals in the last seven minutes. Someone found out that Harry circling because he's going to be director of football apparently at Derby. Oh, is he? Is. Oh. Yeah, they're in talks. Old yeah. Redders. Yeah. What, a st- what a stinker! That's yeah. a commute, isn't it? <laughs> so he can get free uh, ma- knee massages in the physio room. I, I, th- I think he'll work from home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> an afternoon a week remotely. He'll be on an iPad that's on like a. Segway or something. He can't yeah. use an iPad. Just drive around. <laughs> no, he'll get someone in to do that. It would just be, be a, 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 a four block of paper. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> he know how to do emails. Remember, that's true. Remember, uh, Forrest, they've sacked Doogie Friedman. He's yeah. gone. He's the sixth manager to be sacked uh, by the owner Fawaz Al Hazwi uh, since he took over in July 2012. Yeah, they're currently 14th always, on the table. They finished 14th last season, and then the season before that, 11th, and then 8th before that. So they are genuinely going backwards. It's mm. almost like sacking managers over and over again doesn't matter. They've, they've yeah. just skipped their third winding, winding up notice, and as many other things like that. The only um, mm. the only manager of theirs I support being sacked was, of course, the uh, the great Stuart Pearce. <laughs> did you see the turnout for? Um, what was dubbed the worst club in England or something mm. like that? Oh, how did that go? They lost. Did we get an update? He <laughs> looks like he lives in the back of his car, Stuart Pearce. And I mean that in the nicest possible way. I mean, he's a great, Which a great is still servant. really horrible. A great servant to the, to the game and, and a fantastic uh, left back for England, of course. But yeah. he, he does look like he lives in the back of his car. He does. Uh, we're going to go uh, to Scotland after this little thing. Well, Marcus, I think it was a nothing, nothing result. Craig Brown, welcome to the Football Ramble. Yeah, put that word, Luke. Yeah, mate. Um, it wasn't a nothing, nothing <laughs> result in the Scottish League Cup final because Ross County beat Hibs two one. The Highland Club create a piece of history, Jim. Mm. Incredible stuff. Nearly twenty two years ago, they left the Highland League for the Scottish Football League, and this is their first major honour. I saw. I was in Edinburgh. Um, I was in Scotland for, for the week. Part and of the I world. saw. I saw the look of hope on all the Hibs fans' faces yeah. um, going into that game, and I'm, I'm sad to, to hear they didn't. It's make a look. Hearts fans it's have great, seen. It's a great story for for Ross County. Though. Yeah, it's a look. Hearts fans have seen many times before. <laughs> Shortly turns to despair. By the way, uh, you bring in Scottish football back because someone complained about you last week. No, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah that's funny. I was, isn't it? I was like waiting. Yeah. I was biding my time. I was, I was, I was waiting in the my lies. corner. You're waiting Listening for to, people to the lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the league table doesn't lie. Aberdeen, the mighty Dons, <laughs> the Dandies. They're one point behind Celtic. Um, certainly do have uh, a game in hand, but the top three won uh, all won by the odd goal. Hearts are ten points off the top. It's looking. Unlikely it's now. Looking I have like to say. they might only just do it on the last day of the season. Now <laughs> I tell you what, though, when was the last time a, a side came up and then finished third? I mean, we're talking. Was it Clough's Forest or something? I mean, this is wonderful time. Ipswich did it. Ipswich did it. Ipswich did it. Ipswich did it. Fifth, didn't they? Came fifth when they fifth. promoted. Fifth's not as good as third. It's not. No, but and it's, it's irrelevant also, how many teams are in the league. But it's also the fact that Ipswich were playing in not a footballing backwater either. What Edinburgh? You heard me. Right, and you've just been there. That's, that's enough. See you, later. <laughs> See you later, everyone. That's an absolute disgrace. And uh, at Luke, at Luke Moore, that ladies and gentlemen of Scotland, <laughs> I just spent a week in Scotland, had a lovely time. Now you've done it come. all. That, yeah, I was not responsible for that explosion. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait till you've had a few drams and get on the internet. Yeah, yeah. wrong. <laughs> uh, so there we are. There we are. Should we go to the Scotland of the South, otherwise known as Spain? Uh, La Liga. Levante won Valencia nil. A big derby. Valencia playing against the side of the bottom of the league. Neville was furious. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think you know, I just talked about that Randy Lerner ticker. I think there should be a Gary Neville ticker on the <laughs> website, um, which is how many calls he's made to Alex Ferguson since he's been manager of yeah. Valencia. It's got to be one a day. Yeah. I just don't know what I'm doing wrong. He said, I apologise to the fans of Valencia because the very basic premise of a football match is that you run, fight and tackle as hard as the opposition. I can't defend what I've just seen and I have to take full responsibility for that. Good that he's taken responsibility, but strange though, has he's 
basically said the players were rubbish. Yeah, it's good yeah. to take a responsibility in a situation where he knows he won't be fired because he's friends with the owner. And he's, he won't stay after well, the summer. Well, when I, when I first heard the that quote from him, I thought they'd lost like 3 or 4-0, but like he was doing about three months ago. Yeah, but Levante <laughs> are local rivals to Valencia, aren't they? And they are, and they're, and they're, they're on side, yeah. <clears throat> Which is why you're not a football manager. No, oh, you only lost no. one. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll do a better job than Gary, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Gary. At least as, at least as well. <laughs> um, it must be tougher, Neville, in, purely in the sense of just coming up with different ways to explain away a defeat yeah. after a game. It might, you just run out of things to say. I'd love to see him go to the Newcastle job after oh. Benitez gets his uh, six-month marking yeah. orders. In the Champions League. Yeah, Champions League? Championship. Champions League! <laughs> In the Champions... Do not get ahead of yourself. The Championship League, let's yeah. call it. <laughs> <laughs> if you Newcastle, were playing the Championship the League. Championship <laughs> League. <laughs> if Newcastle do win the Champions League in the next couple of seasons, it'll have nothing to do with Robert Benitez. <laughs> 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 oh. It's incredible, isn't it, that Newcastle have a Champions League winner in charge of them. Uh, yeah. How about that? I eh? mean, it's, that? it's surprising we've got an actual manager, Marcus, well, to be that, fair, that, with a backroom staff. That's taken us all by surprise, wow. to be honest. Are you worried this is a joke? I'm <laughs> really none of worried. Us have seen it yet. I, well, Leicester are going to be smashing Newcastle 3 0 by <laughs> is it true this time half an hour. It's true they only got him in because the yucca plant you suggested um, was dead because it wasn't watered. <laughs> yeah, wilted. No one watered it. Took him a week to realise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Real Madrid beat Las Palmas 2 1. Ramos scored one and got sent off his 20th red card of his career. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, I think there's, a, there's another... <laughs> Correct, Peter. There's another factor around that, which, which is even more interesting. Yeah. Kevin Crowe's got in touch. I was going to say it for the highlights of the week, but since you mentioned it, he says Sergio Ramos um, has now got the joint-headed goals record among active players. Um, by scoring his 27th header. Wow. That's I, I mean, that's and one thing that he's... joint with uh, John Terry. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wowzers. I mean, Ramos is superb in, in the air. Yeah. They should come into England. It's superb in the referee's notebook. I'll tell you what. Ever, ever present. He looks great. Ramos. He, he, Red looks great on him. 20 <laughs> Red cards. That's, that's crazy. Ramos should play in the Championship in like many years to come when he's maybe like pushing 40. He should play 40. murder ball. No, well, he should do, but he, he loves he loves an aerial duel. Mm. <laughs> right, so the low leagues of England, he loves a big tackle. He's perfect for it. Absolutely suited. Yeah, he up with Big Sam at some point in the future. Big Ramos and mm. Terry at the back. He wouldn't like some playing, league one side. He wouldn't like playing 100 games a year, though. He wouldn't like no. that. Well, he'd take it off. You know, he'd maybe play half the games or something. You know, are you that's his how... agent? Sorry. <laughs> Is he out of contract are you, are you pitching to me, though? <laughs> I think I'm I am, Jim. I think I am. Barcelona obviously won 6-0 on, on the weekend. This was... Uh, there was a slight little bit of grudgeness around this one, Jim, because in the previous yeah, fixture... Yeah, idiots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the previous fixture at Getafe, of course, that was... I think that was the one where the Barcelona players gatecrashed the home side's press conference mm. in Halloween outfits. Small. And also covered the away dressing room in red paint. Yeah. That's poor. That's weird. That Very poor. poor. That's Where did the they get that? I don't know. It's beyond the pale. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it really is. Messi uh, missed another penalty. Barcelona's yeah, eighth penalty missed this season. They've missed eight of 15 pens, and Messi's really missed four odd. of them. Although one of them was the pass to the side. It's, still, it's still goes like down they, as a miss. It's yeah. like they don't like it if it's not an open play. Which is a nice luxury. It's not affecting them because they've won about 40 games in a row, whatever it is. Yeah, well, 37 uh, unbeaten in all competitions. Yeah. 13th straight league win, Jim. Mm. Mm. So nothing, is it? nothing to worry about. Uh, Fools. They haven't won the league yet, though. Of course, Paris Saint-Germain or Paris, as I think we're meant to call them now. They did win uh, the league in league. Uh, they needed to beat... How do you pronounce it? Is it Twa? Twa. Yeah. yeah. Um, they needed to win uh, that match to clinch the league. And my, didn't they just? 9-0. Uh, yeah. Annoying it wasn't 10. 
If you're going to disrespect <laughs> opponent that much, get the double figures. Yeah. yeah. Zlatan disrespected the whole city by saying the only way he's going to be playing for Paris Saint-Germain next year is if they replace the Eiffel Tower with a statue of him. Mm. So, I mean, he's done a bit of disrespect and they're off the pitch as well, which <laughs> yes. hopefully for you, Marcus, makes up for it. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> they'll do it. Maybe what? Maybe yeah. they'll actually do it. Just put a big conk on it. They like confidence, don't they? Where do you think? <laughs> put a big nose on the Eiffel Tower. There you go, you modify it. There you go, you mouthy get. Yeah. Didn't see that one coming, did yeah. you? Yeah, muggy. You muggy little muggy little nose. Yeah. <laughs> Unfurling a muggy nose. Inhaling um, the Arc de Triomphe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's he going to go? Could it be the Bo- Premier League? Bournemouth. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Mm. It, it won't be. Leicester, no, I might go to Leicester. Do you love think? It? Leicester. Love it there. Just to absolutely decimate Leicester's team spirit and get rid of next season. <laughs> if Newcastle stay out, he could join... Ra- Lovely. Like, would he hate... Ra- he doesn't. Does he like Rafa? It's hard to know. Hard I can't to tell. imagine them getting no, on. Hard to tell. It'd be interesting, though, if Mourinho pops out everywhere. He well, likes Mourinho. Well, yeah. You say He does like Mourinho, but you say Leicester. Leicester have got a little bit of a track record in getting ageing European superstars, because mm. that can be asso. Yeah. Then they went for... Uh, oh, well, can be is Argentinian, though. Yeah, but European football superstars. Okay, okay. Yeah. He, he can be also very much burnished his reputation. Okay, in, fair in, enough. In yeah. And they had Inla. Yeah. So they've got to get another one next, two. next season. Mm. Yeah, but they're very well in the Premier League. Would you have, uh, uh, you know, the defender, Robert Hooth? Would he be in that? Fuchs, <laughs> Fuchs. Fuchs. Try, yeah. try kicking in his head. Zlatan <laughs> <laughs> would be a lovely fit for Leicester, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He certainly would be. Claudio Ranieri would just let him do whatever he wanted, which I imagine is what he likes. Yeah, I don't think you have a choice. No, that, though, do you? He, Jim, he, he had Vardy wants. doing his doggies for him. It <laughs> yeah. works perfectly. Oh, Let's be great. honest, though. I mean, Wenger has allegedly blocked Zlatan Ibrahimovic from Arsenal. Wenger out in the summer, Ibrahim. Player manager. Player manager. Imagine it. Yeah. Tearing it down from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually, it's worth saying about Zlatan. Like, they won 9-0. If anyone hasn't seen the goals, all of his goals were amazing. They are. But none of them were tap-ins. How many did he get? He four. got four. The second one was like you know, that, that, that karate kick um, yeah, the second one was uh, such finesse with the volley. Mm. Beautiful stuff. Uh, shall we go to the highlights of the week with Luke Moore? Hi, yes. everyone. Hello, Hi, Luke Moore. Um, Welcome back. You thank you very much. You, I know was only, I was only away for one show, but you didn't do any highlights on Thursday, Friday. We can't oh, do any do. highlights when you're on. Our yeah. highlight was you we not do, being we there. Just, we. We're always a bit pushed for time, you see. Oh, yeah, okay. Sort of yours. <laughs> Go on, get on with and, it. And that's the end of the highlights of the week. <laughs> yeah. You've got two lots this time. <laughs> um, right, Alex Pinker. This is my favourite one, so it's going in first. Oh, the pink. Alex Pinko. Pinker says, I played in the Cup semi-final this Sunday, and to add a little spice to the situation, my brother played for the other team. Ooh, Wonderful. Yeah. Um, he's always been the better footballer in the family. Big of you to admit it, Alex. Uh, although you don't mention him by name. Uh, and, his, <laughs> and his teams always have, have always gone on to do well. But after going 1-0 down early on in the game, my team, <clears> the mighty Stoke by Clare, Rallied to go on and win the game 3-1 and advance to the final. I even got a handshake off my dad at the end of the game and a well done, son. I've got the Pinker family bragging rights. Oh, <laughs> well First post how you got in the final. Couple of Pinkers. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what Tom Wilson says, I started a new job at Newcastle <clears throat> Airport this week. Oh, what a week to start. He says, uh, on my, probably the second most high-profile Newcastle appointment uh, this week. <laughs> <laughs> he says, on my second day, I was watching passengers board a flight to Alicante when a group of 20 Kevin Keegans walked out, oh. all in curly black wigs and full Newcastle United strips. Lovely. Can only imagine the disasters they've been subject to out in Spain. <laughs> that uh, plane was never seen again. I am very <laughs> pleased I'm not on that old on that flight. Uh, flight delayed? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it probably was. 
Um, what have we got here? This is a nice one. Jack Foster. He says, for me, it has to be the fans of Dortmund versus Mainz. Yes. And you'll never walk alone after mm. the tragic death of one mm. fan and the hospitalisation of another during the game. Very much so. I agree with that. Um, Alex Richmond, he picks up on what you said, Marcus. The slow motion replay that showed Payet wheeling away in celebration mm. pretty much as soon as the ball left his foot. When you know, you know. Yep. Yeah. But Patrick Bamford knew, didn't he? That striker against oh. Man City and it hit the bar. That he was thought it was in. And I'll finish off with this one from Mark Dunford who says St Francis Rangers picked up their first point of the season in the Southern Combination League Premier Division which is one below the Ryman South oh. uh, this weekend before their 1-1 draw with Wickham Barnum United on Saturday their record was played 29 1-0 drawn 0 lost 29 4 goals for 187 goals against in the Southern Combination League it's not bad football that. no, that's a decent standard yeah, uh, and yes they managed to get a point so good for them um, <clears throat> and I think they're probably still going to be relegated yeah <laughs> oh blimey yeah, the Aston Villa of the Southern uh, the Southern Combination League. Well, if we're talking lower leagues, I'm, uh, we're going to go to the Dutch fourth tier. All right, okay. not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> Edwin van der Sar coming out of retirement. Yeah, age of forty-five. Is it his um, local side or something? Yeah, for, for Nordwick, I think it's, it's pronounced. It's the team he started his career with. They've got an injury crisis, so he agreed to help them after receiving special dispensation from the Dutch FA at short notice. It seems Come really, on, I'm not really unfair. But there are emergency loan issues around keepers in, in football, isn't there? Generally, I mean, yeah. you can get an emergency loan for a keeper, which I, which I'm against, by the way. So maybe it's just something like that. Imagine them phoning them up. Can we get a special? Who is it? Edward van der Sar? Mm, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did do a lot for uh, the Netherlands. I, I like team. to think of him playing, but under a different name, the same name. With a trialist on the back of his. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. Uh, they drew one on the big man saved a pen. Did so he? If, yeah. you're, if you're the guy taking the penalty, you're going to be absolutely furious. Annoyed about that. that. Yeah, yeah. annoyed. Yeah, he isn't expected to play again uh, for them. While we're on uh, former Dutch greats, Ronald Koeman's... Is that one a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> Have a look at this. Um, Ronald Koeman, I've started following him on Twitter. Lovely Twitter feed. Well, do you, tell just, us more. Tell us nice. more. Every time there's a match day, he tweets a picture of himself looking quite stern and serious. Uh, it would probably be uh, a picture from the programme. So it would be a picture of him, maybe with the two uh, clubs' badges who are playing that day. And it just says, Match Day! <laughs> which, which I absolutely love. But he'll, he'll um, tweet out after after games, just like a little one-liner or two. Tough to lose, he's put. Obviously, it's second language, so we won't uh, pick that up. Tough to lose this match in the 89th minute. We deserved more. And then uh, another one. They were more sharp than us from the start. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. match day. He sounds, right. he sounds very frank. Following the 0-1, we did great, considering we were 10 against 11. Prior to this, not at our level. Is, oh. is David Platt on Twitter? I was about to you say! Can you imagine Kuma just tearing him down? No, just, just, no, just <laughs> at David Platt. Lol. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was, there was a nice one as well. He was, he was away in Portugal on holiday. I'll finish with this. Um, where he's, uh, he just says, what about the view? And there's a nice view of like a golf course and all the rest of it. It's a good selfie of him playing golf. His face takes up most of uh, the shot, <laughs> which, which, is, which is lovely. And then lunch with friends in Portugal. is a, is a nice picture, a nice scene of him uh, lunching with, with friends. Enjoy life. I love it. It's I'm, crazy, I'm isn't it? following it. That's the best Dutch Twitter account since I found out that the DeVore twins have share one. <laughs> really? They do, yeah, they oh, share one, yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. I liked, uh, did you see the goal in the MLS thing is Portland Timbers Quincy Amariqua oh lovely chip uh, oh, you, oh. you're an absolute what's oh, it for a chip it's a great goal oh. um, pick it, speaking of MLS strikers can I be the first to say um, that that guy is not Asprey's son yeah, yeah, I told you yeah. he wasn't. Yeah, Marcus was pretty adamant. <laughs> I, I, I just read might. it out from the. I, if I I'm going to have someone emailing in, we all wanted it to be. Well, hang on a minute, two points. One, I think you wanted him to be a son so badly, <laughs> you just didn't bother doing I'm the requisite to, research. I'm trying to get Secondly, him back in Asprey's good books. His rationale for this, well, if you're going to email in, I'm going to read it out. Well, that's yeah, great. exactly. What sort of does that set up, You know what our listeners are like. Yeah. I say, well, uh, we're going to separate fact from fiction from now on. My proper highlight of the Beach balls for dog stuff is going to come back to bite you now. Yeah. Cheese for. No. Go on. 
I listened to uh, I, I, I sent this to you guys so I don't think I told you to listen to it but Graham Hunter's Peter oh, yeah, Beasley yeah, yeah. Pe- Graham Hunter's Peter Beasley interview I, you know he's my favourite player growing up but hearing the story of how we got from Newcastle to Vancouver and then back again to, mm. to the UK what physically um, <laughs> <laughs> well, but he had to have his wedding like the, he had a stag do at a wedding like a couple of days before he flew out well, he had to do that he had to do that yeah. apparently but um, he, uh, he he moved from um, uh, from Newcastle to Vancouver because he got his chance there and he, he, was playing, he was playing quite well at Vancouver Whitecaps and George Best played uh, against him and I think Peter Bussey's got a hat trick and Best uh, Bursty said uh, I'll, I'll ring uh, Manchester United and got him a move to Manchester United signed him up 250 grand or something like that which is a lot of money back in the day and on his debut for Manchester United, he was about to score a tap-in in the six-yard box. He thought, here we go, here's my Manchester United career, ready. I'm in the six-yard box. The first time I think I've scored a goal in the six-yard box. David Nugent Thank took you it off him. No, <laughs> Harry Redknapp slid in and scored an own goal. <laughs> and and, and Peter Beasley never played for Man United again, oh. which is enemy of football. Yeah, enemy of Riddens football. Again. We already knew he was. <laughs> That's cra- yeah, but I mean, he had a great career, though, Peter Beasley. He did have a great career. He's done a fantastic career. Yeah. Oh, other other football podcasts, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> not many of them. No. It's <laughs> the first I've heard of another one. There we are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're not the only ones out there. Yeah. Uh, Jim, let's have a website roundup. Yeah, let's. So, on the footballramble.com this week, you will find Rio Ferdinand emulating the thick of its Nicola Murray as a man, follows him around Twitter shouting, What about the penis, Rio? Lovely. Kelly <laughs> single-handedly saves the British library system by reminding parents that if they don't teach their kids to read, they will grow up to be Michael Owen. While the movie of Jamie Vardy's life may end up looking like the set of San Andreas and the Random Ramble, which focuses on February 2013, a time of darkness in a history when Marcus was photographed holding an automatic weapon and Pete was left in charge. I remember that show. Mm. Mm. Follow Kelly at Kelly underscore Wells, recently blocked by the X-Factor, Steve Brookstein. Okay. <laughs> we, that we, man is a prime idiot. Is yeah. that when we first found that Marcus was a sex tourist? <laughs> yeah, because he, yeah, he went out, yeah, that was, yeah. A, that was a, that when that meme started, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it uh, sex tourism and like, like shooting cows with bazookas, wasn't yeah. it? That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. On your forest excursions. Sometimes in the same day. <laughs> do, we have, do we have a clip of me shooting a gun? Surprisingly not, do we have one of Jim shooting a gun, surprisingly nope. not, yeah. and uh, Luke as well. Have we got a shot of you doing some shooting with an automatic rifle? You do. Right. It's actually f- uh, framed by a Panini World Cup 90 sticker, one of the ones I've seen. <laughs> and then you that, probably you, Pete. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Man well, of God, Marcus. Anyway, let's Indeed. go. Indeed. Peace. Marcus Indeed. has got to go and fire a gun. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go and shoot somebody. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Trump. Any, any other business? <laughs> <laughs> any, <laughs> What Ted Cruz? What about four four tunes, Peter? Yeah, four four tunes. Dean every Wednesday does a fantastic uh, rendition of uh, something we uh, talk about on the Ramble. I don't know who's going to choose this week. Last week it was a fantastic the uh, McLaren hairline. It was fantastic. It lended it? itself. It lended <laughs> itself. Yeah, that's right. It was, that's a, right. It was a tight uh, minute, and uh, yeah, he did a beautiful job on it. So check him out at uh, YouTube.com forward slash four four tunes for his uh, videos, and uh, YouTube.com forward slash football ramble for us. And don't forget the preview show sponsored by Bet365, which will be out in your ears on Friday morning. Mm. If you want to get in touch, of course, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at Football Ramble. The website is thefootballramble.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram and all over them internet. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Lovely to have you back. Say Thanks. goodbye, Peter. Bye. Cheerio. <laughs> Thank you. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.